Chief. Pardon our honesty. Where today, I ain't feeling it. And I swear it's because I'm going through menopause. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I have a whole cheat sheet of all the things. And I'm just going to be eye candy. No. (laughs) (laughs) That make me feel like, like right now, today is like a bad day for, for my menopause. All right. So I'm 48. Everybody knows that. Megan. Wait, what? I got to say my age? No, you don't have to say No, I'm going to be 43. But wait, let me ask you a question first before you dive in. She has all her little stats prepared and notes, but what, what would, what would you say? Okay. What would you say the top three? Like, Hey, this could be menopause. If you were meeting somebody, you can go into your notes, but the top three things I would say are menopause. So there's two stages of menopause. Most people I think know it, but maybe you guys don't because there's something that women don't talk about one, because I think, when you say menopause, everybody's like, oh, oh hell, you're, you're old. old. You're supposed to be in the home. you just a <laughs> rag bag. you done. God done yeah. with you, and <laughs> yeah. you're no longer a woman. Oh, but oh, if oh. you have ovaries, you have a cervix, you are going to go through menopause, right? So perimenopause is the prior to the menopause. So the menopause definition is you have not had a period for a whole year consecutively, 12 yeah. months. Then you're in menopause. But the time prior to that is when you got all these wonderful symptoms. So I would say hot flashes, they suck. Reduced sex drive. So if you was like this rabbit and you was ready to go all the time, and now all of a sudden you like, I'm good. And that I'm good turns into what we used to do it five times a week. Now we're doing it three times a week. Now we done got about two weeks and I'm still good then. Yeah probably in perimenopause and then the other thing would be um i guess night sweats maybe i think yeah. those are the three things that i felt like okay this is signaling girl you're going through the change the change the change the change <laughs> the change um I think the change has some good parts and it has some bad parts. The hot flashes are definitely bad. Is there any way to control the hot flashes? You can do hormone replacement therapy, but I I just haven't got to that point that I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do it. I've heard that it does. This may be like an old wives tale. Maybe I could Google it or whatever, but it's like, do red meats and things like that play into the effect of those hot flashes? I don't know. Never know. But I do know, like, with puberty, I feel like the things that we do to our food that have accelerated how young girls People are going, get yeah. puberty. And they may accelerate how fast we get to menopause because, you know, in my parents' generation, I think they felt like menopause happens when you're 60 or you're 70. But the study now says the average age of menopause, don't have a period for a whole year, is 51. Wow. And so 10 years prior to that 51 average, at like 40, 41, 42, you may start experiencing some of the symptoms of menopause. And you're like, well, what the hell is wrong with me? So why don't you share some of this wonderful, this looks like a beautiful list. And some things I had no (laughs) idea they were associated with menopause so you got irregular periods you know coming and going vaginal dryness always associated that with the old grandma yeah hot flashes 
chills that I did not know, night sweats, sleep problems, whether you can't go to sleep, you can't stay asleep, or you wake up too early. Mood changes, I knew that, anxiety, so depression, just, okay, irritability, that. stress. Weight gain, because your metabolism is slowing down. Thinning hair, didn't know that. Dry skin, loss of breast fullness, which could be a good thing. And um, fatigue, sore boobs, did not know that. Lapses in memory, heart palpitations, which I do have. Body odor and brain fog. So when y'all saying Tiffany, you just being crazy, you can't remember shit. That's menopause. Don't so, but how? Judging. So okay, so so people who like okay, so you okay, so so um, I've had weight gain. I always have mood changes. <laughs> sometimes I'm anxious. Sometimes I'm depressed. Sometimes yeah. I'm irritable. Sometimes I'm stressed. How do you designate? And sometimes I guess I have sleep problems. Sometimes I can't go to sleep, but I think that's because I stimulate my brain. Like yeah. I'm on my phone or yeah. watching TV, but like, how do you, is the best way to differentiate is your age. So if I'm hitting my forties, these are probably good, good chance that I'm in the perimenopause. I would say yes. And then getting a blood test. So if you're having uh-huh. these symptoms and throughout this, I'm going to say you need to go to your doctor. When they do your blood test, they can measure the levels of your estrogen. And say, for instance, you had your annual exam this year, you go back next year and it's lower than it was this year. Okay, yeah, you're starting to get. So you would ask them for like a hormonal, a hormone panel, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'll do that. I'm going to do that. I have an appointment next week. This yeah, week, you Friday. You should. So I'll ask. Yeah, you should. We can and use me as a guinea pig to do a follow-up. <laughs> and uh, the one thing I will say about uh, the loss in breastfulness, so me, I have dense breast tissue. So it's really hard for them to be able to tell when I'm doing my mammographies where the cancer is because it shows up as white. But because my tissue is dense, everything is white. So as I'm aging and going through this menopause process, I'm going to start getting, my tissue will start getting fatty. So it'll be easier to see. So it'll see. be easier to see. So that is one good thing about menopause. You'll be able That's to see a great your, way to find a positive. I know. Good to job. find your breast cancer. Um, but yeah, heart palpitations. Well, not that you would have breast cancer. <laughs> but positive that you positive get better that, screenings. Yes, you get better yes. screenings as you're yes. going through this menopause. Heart palpitations, I've had those wow, since my 30s, I did not know it was related to menopause. I always thought it was something wrong with my heart. And I had like really extensive studies right before I got out of the military on my heart, but maybe it's related to my menopause. Yeah, just started earlier? Because your 30s is quite a bit early. So I think the best way, you asked that already earlier, the best way to tell whether you're in menopause or perimenopause, is to ask your mom when she went through menopause. If she can give you kind of a but guess. if she had a full hysterectomy at okay, a young age. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. boo. So I but have... That's a good idea for y'all. Yeah. yeah. If you, you can ask your mother, hey, mom, when did you go through menopause? Then that can kind of give you an idea of if you're having these symptoms, am I in perimenopause? Now, see, I learned something new today, which is menopause means you just stop but you're still going to have some of these symptoms, right? So basically what the body is saying is, girl, Wait, hold up. You just said menopause, you stop. Stop you what? Stop your menstrual okay, cycle. Period. Okay, period. Okay, okay. Okay, gotcha. Month. gotcha. 
But the the reason we go through menopause, so perimenopause, is the body is saying, look, girl, we shutting this baby maker factory down. <laughs> we don't need no more babies. We are not having any more babies. <laughs> so we thank you for your generosity and letting us hang out and be here, but we're not doing that anymore. So that's why you have menopause, perimenopause, right? But the thing that I did also learn during this research was menopause, I mean, your estrogen, that's what you start losing as you go through menopause, um, controls your reproductive system, but it also helps your brain, helps your um, bones, which is why a lot of older women have osteoporosis or osteoarthritis. You start losing your bone calcium. And then it also regulates your heart. Wow. It's yeah. very important. Yeah. So as so you, that's maybe why it is important to consider hormone replacement therapy yeah. as you get older because, you know, those things are affecting the rest of your body yeah. as so well. You get an increase of breaks, of course, because your bones are getting brittle. And then you have an increase in cardiovascular disease. So if you have a history of this already, like you're saying, hormone replacement in your family, hormone replacement might be really, really good. Something else that I did not know, and we don't talk about this, is you get incontinence as your your estrogen goes down. So estrogen. Okay, but hold up. <laughs> I've been peeing when I sneeze for like ten freaking years or twenty years. If I jump on a trampoline, peace out, homie. If I throw up, peace out, homie. Uh, if I have to go to the bathroom really bad and you start making me laugh and I sneeze, <laughs> peace out, homie. Like, so you mean in con, like, I'm going to full out pee myself yes, or you might. mean like a little piddle paddle in my pants? Because no. that's like a common everyday thing. No, you might start being unable to control your bladder. Okay, then I'd say that you, I would say for me, I would not want to be 50 in that spot. So I'd be doing those little Kegel exercises. Yes. yes. And if I had to do a bladder something. Yes. But they say as estrogen can, uh, can so get on your estrogen. Good contributes Lord. to the elasticity. We'd all be at dinner at 50 wearing our diapers. Well, you know, they make them really nice I know they now. do. But like, I don't want to be 50 and maybe 60, 70, 80 doing that. Not 50, 43. Like, no offense. If okay, it happens to you, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not making jokes. But I would make preventatives. Like, how could we prevent that? Okay. So, so if hormone replacement therapy yes. would prevent that, I think I'd look into yes. that. Yes. But the tissue in your vaginal walls gets thinner because you're losing your estrogen and your urethra that controls, you know, like you're saying, being able to hold it. Um, it loses its elasticity as well. So you got to work like, on that, ladies. What? So Kegel exercises are good. And then see. Oh, I said that. And look, it's on her notes. And I didn't even know that. <laughs> so yeah, Kegel exercises are good. You need to be doing those every day. And then see your doctor because they got that little chair you can sit in and it'll do it for you. For the older ladies, you've never seen that. What? They have this, what is it called? Oh my gosh. Sounds like a sex toy you'd have at home. No, it's only <laughs> in the doctor's office and it's used to help with incontinence. And it basically does like a thousand and so many minutes of Kegel exercises to help you not pee yourself. Well, that's cool. So replacement therapy, doing your Kegels every day and see your doctor to get on this little chair uh, definitely will help with that. Sexual function. Your estrogen controls your sexual function. So, if you have a decrease in your desire, 
it may be menopause related. So, so I have a question. I know this is a menopause video, but do men have the same thing? Because yes. I feel like men want to have sex until they're 100 and dying no, on their bed. No, yes. They, they have do. the same thing. Because they mm. have estrogen as well. It's mm. produced in the testes. I was looking this up, y'all. Um, and so as it decreases, it may have a different effect on them. But as their testosterone decreases, yes, they have, they lose they have menopause. That's what I call it. Yeah, you got <laughs> menopause today because <laughs> you're irritable. Go go away. Um, but yeah, men men have their own version of menopause as well. But if you're having um, decreased in sexual desire, now you might want to get your little blue pill, get on a hormone replacement therapy, or talk to your doctor. They have female pills too. Yeah, and or talk to your doctor and talk to your partner. So all of this that we're talking about today, menopause. You got to talk to your partner about it. Well, I would say to, yes, talk to your partner, but talk to your doctor. So I'm not a person who goes to the doctor regularly. I only go if I have to go. And when I go, I'm like, just get me in and get me out. But this last, this month, because of some other things that have Mm -hmm. happened in our life, um, I went in and I told him to run a whole blood panel Mm -hmm. on everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm getting my heart checked. I'm getting my brain checked. Like I'm getting a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. checked because I'm 40 something years old. And like, I've been kind of negligent of that. But the interesting thing is that my iron came back low. My vitamin D Mm -hmm. is low. I didn't do a hormone panel yet. I'll ask for that on Friday. But, um, the, the woman was saying that most women over 40, over 30 have neglected their own health care. And they don't realize it till their late 40s, early 50s. Mm. And that's where she was saying a lot of women have osteoporosis. Mm-hmm. They've got iron deficiencies mm-hmm. from those periods and not supplementing enough mm-hmm. iron. And that's why they're tired and get headaches. So I think there's a lot of things that like coincide with yeah. each other. Like when you go and you're in this age group, you know, you want to look for that. But in general, we need to be more advocate and say, test my blood or test mm-hmm. my hormones. And like, am I tracking good? Get your mammograms. Yeah. Like... Because all of like you're saying now how it can affect you so much health wise, but if you're waiting till you're 50, that's really late in the game to start changing your like vitamins and your hormones. And so, so the osteoporosis, um, that is an effect of losing your estrogen. I've been taking vitamin D3 and that's what they give you to kind of help with strengthening those bones and everything. I've been taking that for probably seven eight years but see that's good because that's what they gave me they told me i have to yeah. take the three thousand something yeah. Yeah. whatever mm-hmm. because mine was so low but you know if i mine's already so low and then i go into menopause i'm really gonna be you know what i mean so i think like people need to be proactive before they get to this yes point. you should um maybe so, that would help with some of these things and i think like you're saying i i've always had to go to the doctor every year for at least an annual exam because of being in the military at 40, you have an annual over 40 physical. So they are looking for all of these things. Um, and even like you asked me, well, why don't you go on the hormone replacement therapy? So when I went to the physician, I think two years ago, I asked them, Hey, I'm having these really horrible hot flashes. And the lady looked at me and she was like, baby, you can't do nothing about that. So unless I push the issue, Right. I'm probably not going to be offered hormone replacement therapy unless I'm like, right. You're hey, saying I you're uncomfortable. And, yeah. Right. And that's the other thing I think too. I know it's probably a little off subject, but being your own advocate when it comes to the doctor. Like when I went in the other day, she's like, well, why do you want these? And I'm like, because I want to see how I'm doing. Like I'm tired or this or whatever. And she's like, well, we don't really do. I'm like, well, I would like them. Like, why not? You know? So, and I know it's insurance and things like that, mm-hmm. but 
But also for people who do not have insurance that are listening that say, you know, I can't get an exam or I can't get a mammogram. There are places that run like mammogram promotions where you can get one free a year. Mm -hmm. If you ask to be cash pay and you call around, you usually can find a doctor who will, when I didn't have insurance for a while, like I got my yearly exam for $150. Mm -hmm. I know that can be a lot of money for some people, but it's better to be ahead of things than behind. So don't neglect going because you don't have insurance. You could find a provider with a cash pay that would do a discounted, um, even like Planned Parenthood. They do a ton of exams yes. and you don't have to have insurance. Yeah. They do blood work. They do exams. They do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, and they base it on income. So you could, you know, possibly go there and get it. So don't yeah. skip it. Don't skip if it. If you don't have insurance. Don't skip it. So uh, one thing I will say a lot of, like for me, like you asked earlier, how do I, how did I know I was going through menopause? So, or in perimenopause. So I had a hysterectomy in 2011. I had a partial. So I still have ovaries, which help to kind of not throw me into uh, menopause immediately. Um, but I did have my cervix removed. Um, and I still go and get like an annual vaginal exam just to make sure that there is no cancer in the vaginal canal. And I had a uh, hysterectomy because I had horrible menstrual cycles. Like I would go through a regular pad and a tampon in an hour. If I didn't go and change, I would mess up my clothes. So I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. And I also had the high risk strain of HPV um, that they know was a cause of cervical cancer. So I think at, I was probably 38 maybe. I was like, you know what? This is for the birds. I'm done with this. I gave it up. Um, so if you've had a hysterectomy or a partial, uh, it is going to be a little bit more difficult because you're not having that regular cycle anymore. But um, definitely, you know your body. Track it. If something feels off, you want to know more, ask, ask your doctor. Menopause does not mean you're an old hag. You can no. still have sex, baby. <laughs> you might not have all the sex, but you can still have once sex. Once a month. <laughs> and it can be the best once a month you ever had. So there are things that, you know, you got you got lubes. And, you know, just go to one of those sex stores. Yeah, go to one of those sex stores. Or, I mean, I, be experimental. Yes. Or talk to your partner. Yes. Or... You yes. might have to actually like get your brain in the, you know, watch something, read something mm -hmm, to get your mm -hmm, mind in the, mm -hmm. but like she said, if you're not getting there and it's causing a conflict in your relationship, then you need to go to a doctor yeah. or you need to figure out something that you could do together or something you could do because yeah. we do understand like a physical relationship in most relationships is a very important part mm -hmm. and you don't want to just use the excuse, oh, I'm in menopause when we're going to be physical again yeah. because that other person doesn't feel the same way. So, you and know, you have some problems, yes. you have some problems, but you still can be desirable. I do. Want and it to doesn't say mean that. you're old. Like she said, it you're not, not old. Mean, there are some means we're getting older, beautiful women that I've seen that do these TikToks, and they're in their fifties, 55, 60. They still are uh, physically fit. It's going to take a little more work because you know, the metabolism and said, well, hey, listen, I, I, well, yes, there are some women that are fit whatever. Yeah, I do. But I love, I go to lunch every month with a group of women mm -hmm. that I think the youngest in the group is 65. 
but they're so active. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, I wouldn't say any of them are fitness people, but they're so active. They take cruises, they yeah. go on trips and they're going out to lunches. And they're just, that's, that's what you don't want to lose just because yes. you say I'm tired and I don't feel good and I'm irritable. You got to fix that. So you yeah. keep having a fun life yes. and a fun enjoyment. Yes. A lot of people ask about this subject, which I find interesting because I think I think it's another topic, like most of our topics that people just don't openly talk about, especially because I would say like in my forties, the first thing Tiffany said today when we were sitting down was like, well, you're in it. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. And she's like, you're moody. That's not, I'm always fucking moody. Like, I, what are you talking about? But I feel like you have a natural like defense. Like, no, I'm not like, cause you and your brain think it means I'm old yes. or I'm, my time is ending yes. or like, I'm never going to be a cool kid again or like, but it really doesn't mean that. Mm. And I think a lot, like she said, I've never really asked my mom about menopause. Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew she had a hysterectomy when I was like 13, mm -hmm. but like, it's not a conversation that I was like, you know, Hey mom, tell me about your menopause experience, yeah. you know? So I'm sure most people out there probably haven't, I don't know. So it's probably a reason why we got that reached out to us mm -hmm. to say, talk about it yeah. because a lot of people prior, like what the hell's going on with me. Mm -hmm. And they, like we've said, if you don't have a circle of people, like our circle of friends mm -hmm. is a, is a different age. We go from low 40 to almost mm -hmm. 50. Yeah. So yeah. there, and like my friend Connie, she's been telling me about perimenopause for, I don't know, years. Yeah. But you have to have those people too, you know, that say, girl, that's what that is. You're yeah. fine. You're don't worry about because it. Because sometimes this can be scary. Like if you're having heart palpitations and you're like, oh shoot, is my heart about to give out? Or is it just a symptom or a side but effect? But I'm of totally menopause? going to use the whole brain fog and lapses <laughs> in memory. That's real, though. I know it it's real. Really it happens real. to me, so I'm going to say that now. I'm not just forgetful that I might be in perimenopause. Yes, and that hopefully this makes it normal for a lot more women that you know. Okay, yeah, I can't lose this um, pouch that's at the bottom of my stomach. That's because your your metabolism has slowed down, and so. One thing I will say as I've gotten older, I do watch what I eat. I mean, I have an a unhealthy relationship with food <laughs> anyway, but I still watch what I eat because unless I'm going to get in the gym and go for like two hours, like that weight, if I'm eating all the wonderful things that are on this earth, that weight, <laughs> that weight might just stay on me and I still like you say want to have an active life I want to go kayaking with you I want to go hiking I want to go on the cruises I don't want to be this shriveled up old hag that just because I went through menopause that I'm just like okay life is over life yeah. is not over yes life is not over but um, advocate for your health pay attention yes. to the symptoms yes. get a book there's yes. tons of books on it so get a book and read because there yeah. are some things like don't make fun of me, but there's oils, there's natural remedies, oh, yeah. meditations, yeah. there's all kinds of like things, yoga, there's your diet. Like she said, avoiding a lot of processed foods. Mm -hmm. There are some things that they say can help with some of those, um, you know, um, what do you call those? Oh, symptoms. Symptoms. Yep. So get, yeah. yeah. Get plenty of sleep. That was one thing that I kept seeing over and okay, over Okay. That, that kind of makes me laugh because it just says right here. Let's see. Hold on. Get plenty of sleep. Hold on. It says yes, you have sleep, sleep problems. problems. Like you can't, can't sleep, sleep or you wake up too early, but get plenty of sleep. Get plenty of sleep. So, <laughs> Take some sleeping pills. I don't know. Sometimes like for me, I know I could literally sleep 12 hours. Yeah. And that's kind of weird for most people like why are you sleeping your life away but it's just the fatigue i'm just yeah i i don't feel like i'm ready to fall asleep until probably about midnight 
And then if I go to sleep at midnight, then I don't want to get up. But you're like me, though. I don't want to You get watch up. TV and you I play on your phone. Now, if you laid in bed at 9, took a bath, took a shower, got in bed at 9, and read a book, I guarantee you'd be asleep. But I still wouldn't want to wake up before 9. Well, that might be true. Yeah. I don't so. like to get up early. <laughs> I am not a morning and person. I, yeah. Could it be I'm just... Lazy, yeah. maybe. No, well, and I, I think, think that's the thing is, is differentiating, like, really, like, maybe like a health log. Mm-hmm. If you're not sure, write down the things you ate that day. Write down your, I was moody today. I was feeling, maybe, you know, oh, I've gone to, I have irregular periods or I my periods are good, but I'm getting all this other stuff. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you think something and you don't realize you've been doing it because you don't keep track of it. Yeah, that's true. So that might be helpful. All right, guys. Well, this has been our little fireside chat on menopause and perimenopause. You're Very still sexy, girl. Sexy, sexy You're combo. Sexy girl. Yeah. But please... Like, share, share this podcast. Send it to somebody that you know that's between 40 and 50 and that's crabby and don't freaking sleep and (laughs) you don't know what the hell's wrong with them. Then you send this and say, hey, check this out. (laughs) This might apply. They might beat you up afterwards, but that's okay. (laughs) At least they'll have some new information. Yes. But please share, like, give us five stars now, guys. And um, until next time, bye. bye.